The Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast brings you a unique view of Mesa through its vibrant business community and the subjects that are important. The podcast is produced in the Mesa Chamber of Commerce Media Studio, sponsored by the University of Phoenix. Our podcast is hosted by Mesa Chamber of Commerce CEO Sally Harrison. Please enjoy this episode of the Mesa Chamber Inside Business Podcast. Hi, I'm Sally Harrison, the President and CEO of the Mesa Chamber of Commerce. And today we're introducing a new podcast series with our friends from the City of Mesa. And it is going to be focused on innovation and growth, Mesa's Sustainable Edge. So welcome to the Innovation and Growth, Mesa's Sustainable Edge podcast. Embracing sustainability continues to be important for cities and communities to remain competitive and relevant in today's world. The factors driving the importance of sustainability today for both cities and or companies include talent attraction, consumer demand, increased profits and productivity, investor demand, and regulatory demand. And I have some friends with me today. I have Laura and Ian from the City of Mesa, and I'm going to ask you to introduce yourselves. Well, I'm happy to be here. I'm Laura Heineman with the City of Mesa's Environmental and Sustainability Department. Uh, and I'm Ian Linson. I'm an assistant to the city manager in the city manager's office. And you're both very busy, so thanks for taking time to be here. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, cities must demonstrate uh, their commitment to sustainability through activities and initiatives. Mesa values sustainability, and we received the Sustainable Cities Program Platinum Level designation by SRP recently. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. In these podcasts, we'll explore how local leaders are integrating sustainability and innovation to ensure healthy growth. Speakers will talk about how economic, environmental, and social goals are integrated into their business plans and give their perspective about how sustainability is good for the future and good for the bottom line. That's awesome. Okay, I'm looking forward to learning a lot. So let's talk about accelerating electric vehicle adoption in Mesa. Ian, you're the, you're the go-to for the city, right? Yes, yes. I'm, uh, uh, it is a privilege to be able to be working on this for the city. Uh, EVs have, have been something that, of a passion of mine, I've always been super interested uh, in them. So it's really exciting to actually kind of be taking that on for the city and our community. So what's your background? Well, so I, as I said, I'm in the city manager's office and I'm tasked uh, on a couple of things, getting to work on innovation and technology initiatives. Mm -hmm. um, I've had the opportunity to work with the mayor, with some of our council members. I started off as an intern uh, in the city. <laughs> That's a but, good way to start. Yeah, but I've, so I've been, uh, I've seen a scene of lot, uh, been, been with the organization for about 13 years or so. Mm -hmm. um, but for now, uh, one of my main uh, priorities is working on electric vehicles. Okay. Why should someone own an electric vehicle? And do you? Oh man, so, yes, I actually do. Okay, um, that's good. Yes, because I was so, going to tease you a little bit if you didn't. Absolutely. <laughs> um, there are so many reasons why why somebody should should look into an electric vehicle. Um, you know, if they're not ready to get a new car right now, at least start considering electric vehicles. Mm -hmm. um, and for so variety of reasons. Obviously, there are no tailpipe emissions uh, mm -hmm. that are produced by an electric vehicle. So if you think about the climate uh, and, and that form of sustainability, um, it uh, is, is doing more to help contribute to some of our, our climate goals. The city of Mesa has a climate action plan, and mm -hmm. so electric vehicles can go a long way towards contributing to that. Um, uh, so along those lines, since it's electric powered off of electricity, 
uh, you don't have to visit a gas station anymore if you don't want to. Right. I happen to. I, I love grabbing a soda, but, uh, <laughs> so I, I still go to gas stations. But you don't have to if you don't want to. So you, you, you don't all you know you don't have to be aware of, of gas prices. And, and right now gas yeah. prices are increasing. Yeah. Right. So you just kind of drive by and, and don't let that bother you. Um, they uh, there are a lot of models to choose from today, but the exciting thing is, in, just in the next year or two, there are going to be even more. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a variety of price ranges. I know a lot of you know sometimes you hear a lot of the electric vehicles are kind of on the upper end, but you can you can find some very affordable vehicles today, and that's just going to get better and better. And so you have a lot of options mm -hmm. today and very soon in the future. So for for uh, for families, for individuals, there's something for everybody there. Mm -hmm. And the last thing I have to say is they uh, they're incredibly fun to drive. I, I say this every time, but they really really are. It's it's just a better driving experience mm -hmm. overall. Um, and uh, I we also own a gas vehicle as well. But I every time when we take a family trip, it's like we're going in the EV. Nice. So why is Mesa so engaged in this initiative? Well, um, th there's a lot of reasons for that, too. So, um, as I mentioned, Mesa has a climate action plan, mm -hmm. and one of the priorities of that plan is to um, reduce uh, the overall carbon emissions of the community. And so EVs, uh, you, you can draw a, a uh, bright line between electric vehicle adoption and carbon reduction. Um, there is still a carbon footprint associated with EVs, but it is less, and this comes out of the, the U.S. Department of Energy, it's less than uh, the comparable footprint from uh, uh, an ICE vehicle or, or a combustion engine. Mm -hmm. So right there, uh, Mesa is interested in that for that reason. Um, but it, there's also a huge economic uh, impact to electric vehicles. And you're seeing that in Mesa and also though across the state of Arizona right now. I was talking with a company um, that wants to rebrand Mesa as the electric motor uh, vehicle state because of everything wow. that's going on here. Mm -hmm. And so you've got companies, and so in Mesa you've got Electric Mechanica, you have a company called New, you've got some suppliers for EVs, but all throughout the state you have Lucid, you have um, uh, uh, Nikola, uh, and some others. And so there's just a lot of activity. And think of all the suppliers and everything that go along sure. with that. Um, so that's that's a huge reason in and of itself. And then, you know, um, there are some cost savings that can be associated with EVs in the long term. While we don't focus on that first and foremost, when we think of our own fleet within this city, we do see on the horizon some um, some potential for cost savings there too. So there can be a, a beneficial financial impact um, to the city as well. So talk about why the city is accelerating the adoption of electric vehicles and the importance of that to the community. Yeah, so there, there's a couple of reasons and, and um, some more I should have even touched on in your previous question. So we are seeing in Arizona right now that electric vehicle adoption is, it's really punching above our weight. We have more electric vehicles per capita than many uh, other states. So we, um, we are seeing a lot of these vehicles in and around our communities. If, if somebody with an electric vehicle has to charge, um, we would rather they come and charge in Mesa because then they can come out, they can go to the restaurants, they can go to a shop. Sure. And Makes so um, we're like, let's let's make sure that an EV owner can choose Mesa um, to, to come in. Um, but in, in addition, we think that, again, there are some, um, some great economic development incentives or, or reasons, I should say, to do this. We want to, to continue to grow that ecosystem within our city. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we just think that uh, 
really when it comes to workforce training, um, new opportunities just for all of our residents, it, it brings all of that together. Wow. I, I'm excited to see it. I got to test drive a couple. Oh, yeah. And when I was home on vacation, I got to drive my brother-in-law's car, and they are pretty slick. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's very fun. Like I said, it is once you've driven one, it is very difficult to drive something other than that <laughs> because it's just not as, it's not yeah. as fun. Yeah. We'll talk about what the businesses in Arizona are doing. So a couple of things. And it, it's similar to actually what the city is doing as an organization, too. So a lot of businesses. Um, well, first and foremost, again, there's there's businesses coming into the state that are specifically EV related, mm -hmm. whether that's the car itself or battery, battery. technology mm -hmm. or other suppliers. Um, there's a there's a Hyundai. Um, seat manufacturer in Mesa mm -hmm. that provides uh, seats for Lucent They're vehicles. a chamber member. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so all of that, I mean, that's business activity around this right now, mm -hmm. and it's only growing. You know, you, know, you know how it goes that when you when you start to have an ecosystem around something, it just tends to... Tends, exactly. <laughs> um, but, uh, but other businesses are, are looking to electrify their own fleets, if mm -hmm. they have fleets. Um, they're seeing the value there, again, from potentially a climate and sustainability um, standpoint, but also from a financial standpoint, mm -hmm. but potentially. Makes sense. Um, because the other thing I, I failed to mention is just on long-term maintenance of these vehicles, it tends to be less mm. than a tri traditional gas-powered uh, engine. You don't have to go in for oil changes, for example. Makes and with sense. many of these cars, they don't even use the brake pads to brake. It's something called regenerative braking. And yeah. so you don't... You know, you rarely that's have to replace. That's a little bit hard to get used to. It, it's an interesting, <laughs> it's an interesting experience, but that's part of it. Once you, once you do get used to mm -hmm. it, um, that's part of the fun, I, I think. Cool. But so, so businesses are, are doing all of these things again for the same, uh, same reasons really that an individual might be interested um, in pursuing EVs. Great. So, why should businesses be part of the initiative? Is there some incentive for them? Yeah, I think. Um, you know, if, if they want, why should they do it? Well, again, it, it comes down to, are they interested in, in climate sustainability mm -hmm. um, values or practices? Mm -hmm. If they are, this is one of the easiest things to get started with because the vehicles are available. The charging infrastructure, while it might not be available on their location, um, you know, our local utility SRP offers incentives mm -hmm. for businesses and uh, individuals. To, to purchase chargers. So mm -hmm. it is relatively easy to get that all set up. Um, and so, again, if they want to look at their bottom line um, long-term, mm -hmm. it can be, they, there can be financial incentives to their organization to do it. Um, and so if, if they want to be seen as a leader, if they want to be a part of what's happening here, which yeah. is kind of the thing that's happening, which around EVs, you want to kind of be invested in this and. Um, at least have uh, yourself and your employees have some awareness of it. Um, so I heard just last week that Mesa Fire and Medical is getting a fire truck. Yes, an electric fire truck. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it, we're really excited about this. Um, there's been a bit of a delay in, in uh, taking it, uh, taking delivery of it, but we are expecting early, by early next year, mm -hmm. that's uh, fingers crossed, it will be the first North American manufactured electric vehicle wow. in the United States mm -hmm. for any agency. So That's a couple cool. of agencies like LA, they, they already have an electric vehicle, but it was a European one, if I understand correctly. Mm, okay. This is the, the first of its kind. Very cool. Uh, and Mesa, yeah, will be the first organization to get it. So. That's awesome. Very cool. It's Anything exciting. else you want to mention? 
Well, I, we, so I, I spoke about getting additional information. So there yeah. are a lot of resources out there because mm -hmm. this, is, this is something new for folks. So you, you have to learn about the cars. Um, you have to learn about how to charge them. Yeah. You have to learn about, because, oh, and the other thing I wanted to mention, I should mention is it's, you know, not everybody does have access to charging. Right. So that's one of the reasons, and I should have led with this, that's one of the reasons the city is so interested in this as well, is we want to ensure that everybody who is interested in an EV Mm -hmm. can can go about charging them or at least feel confident that they can use the EV once they have it. So if you think about multifamily properties where um, you know you're either you're parking outside, you don't have access to a garage, that mm -hmm. can be a little bit more difficult for charging. Sure. So for folks to kind of learn all about that, um, there there are a lot of resources. Um, Electrify Arizona has a great website, uh, electrifyarizona.org. I would encourage folks to go out and, and take a look at. It has a lot of the basics on EV. You can get those, you know, your questions about charging answered and, mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. Um, and uh, our own uh, city has a lot of pages out there, some information on EVs. Um, we are in the process of completing a community-wide um, charging master plan that's going to kind of lay out some potential strategies for uh, doing things like making sure that everybody has access to charging, as mm -hmm. I mentioned. We will be putting that information on our city's website. Um, when that's done, that should be done here in the next uh, four to six weeks. So oh, wow. coming up, okay. um, that's going to be real exciting, and our council is going to have a conversation around that. But so definitely check this out. It's worthwhile to look at. Um, like I said, I cannot state enough how fun it is to drive. Um, more options on the horizon. It mm -hmm. seems like every day, I mean, I follow this all too closely, but every day there's another announcement from another manufacturer of another type of EV. Well, that's exciting. Um, so yeah, good things to come. So as we're bringing new businesses and new housing complexes in, are there going to be some kind of, um, I don't know, mandates that go along with that? Well, that's a, that's a great question. So it, it's, it's not something that our council has uh, really chewed on just yet, but mm -hmm. it, is, it is out there. There are, there are communities like Glendale, for example, that mm -hmm. does require certain types of charging, like having a 220 outlet in new residential mm -hmm. garages, that mm -hmm. sort of thing. Mm -hmm. it's, it's definitely a possibility, but when we, when we look to do this sort of thing, we don't want it to be an impediment to right. development sure. or to business is coming here. Mm -hmm. We want to kind of work with them. We have talked with our development community about this, kind of solicited their their input on whether or not that would uh, be a good idea. Mm -hmm. I can tell you it's it's its cheapest to do when you're doing a new construction. Sure, I would think so, yeah. Um, and so it would be great to be able to do that. But that's going to be um, kind of the, the types of conversations that we we will be having at the city, our council will be considering. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll provide more opportunities for folks to have access. Very cool. Well, thanks for all that information. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. So, Laura, this is our first of several podcasts. Talk about who you're bringing in next time. Well, it's very exciting. We're going to see a lot of new electric vehicles on the roadway soon, mm -hmm. as Ian is talking about. So you may be wondering, are we ready to provide the energy, the electrical energy that all these vehicles need. Nice. So we're going to bring in two speakers to talk about that. Awesome. One is Scott Boucher, the Energy Resources Director here for Mesa's Electric Utility. And then we're also going to bring in a representative to SRP. And they're going to talk about how they're planning for all this Perfect. new charging infrastructure. That's great. I look forward to that. Thank you. I appreciate you both coming in today. Thank you very much. All right. We'll see you next time.
This has been a Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast. You can find all podcast episodes at iTunes, Spotify, or your own favorite podcast website. You can also find them online at mesachamber.org. Content of this podcast is copyright the Mesa Chamber of Commerce, unless otherwise noted.